I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. G'day, mentor listeners. How are you going? Yep, it's been a big year, so I hope you're taking a well-deserved break over this holiday period. These holiday periods are probably my favorite time to be listening to podcasts and discovering new ones, and so I wanted to make sure you've heard of my other podcast called Straight Talk. It's a chance for you to hear big names answer tough questions, honestly, questions they've never been asked before, stuff that just hasn't been aired publicly. For my latest episode, I spoke to Merrick Watts, who you probably remember as the other half of Merrick and Rosso. If you think he's just a funny guy, you've got another thing coming. People make the mistake of underestimating Merrick. I know I did. He was not who I thought he was. So I want to share with you a bit of my chat with Merrick on Straight Talk. What you're about to hear is Merrick explaining why he decided to put his hand up for the SAS Australia show and the intensive training he put himself through in preparation for it. This is incredible stuff because you could not imagine how he managed to do this by himself on his own. Uh, I took the time to really, on paper, break down my personality, break down my strengths, break down my weaknesses, um, come up with uh, an under- a better understanding of myself because going on SAS Australia, I knew that they were going to try to crack my head open. I thought that's that's how they get people. They, get, they break you down physically to then break you down mentally. That's the process. It's not a secret. So I thought, well, I've got to um, make sure that I'm mentally fit. So I went through the process and a huge part of that was meditation, mindfulness, disciplines. And, um, you know, a disciplined approach to the physical uh, element and a, a disciplined approach to the mental element. And I still live by that now every day. When you say they're going to try and break you down, mm. were you looking at this as a, a bit of a challenge, like an adventure? Like Totally. Fuck you, you're not going to do it. Or, totally. or I'm going to push on you or I'm just going to take, I'm going to go with your strength. Which one do you use? Oh, that's a good question. Because it's possibly a little bit of both. The I knew that by going on that show and being in that circumstances and being in that environment that they would get me to a point where I would reveal myself in the, the truest form to everybody and I was comfortable with that. But most importantly, I'd reveal myself to myself. And I knew that they would get me in a position where I would see myself differently for the rest of my life. And I was prepared to do that because – I was uncomfortable with how I was before that. I went on SAS Australia and I've spoken about it before because I picked up bad habits, sleeping in late, became despondent. I became um, demotivated. 
Um, you know, I could see all the, the hallmark signs of falling into a depressive state. I wouldn't say I had depression, but I certainly had a, a depressed state at times and it was largely habitual. Um, and I just needed a, a confidence boost. I just needed to get back fit physically and mentally and kind of break out of a malaise. So, um, and I knew that SAS Australia would do that for me. So that's why I, I petitioned to go on the show. I wasn't asked as much as I asked first. I went straight out and said, I would like to do that show. And as soon as I did, I just went straight into training mode and that was it. So what was the, but what was the part that got you out of your malaise? Was it the preparation to go on the show or was it going on the show? Because, you know, like. The prep. The prep, yeah. Yeah. So, so you probably found out who you are in the prep period. Did, yeah. And then there was nothing to tell anyone because, well, for you to find out in the show because you already fucking knew. Yeah, that's right. So there's not going to be a big shock. And because when I look at Sam and all those, I mean, I think there was a bit of discovery for those guys. Yeah. You know, like uh, Johnny Steph, like a uh, great athlete as he is. I mean, like yep. there would have been a bit of discovery going on there. Totally. You, you, you've, you've sort of backdoored them. I just prepared myself because I wanted it so badly, Mark. Yeah. Like I really wanted it. We needed it. it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I needed it. I needed to get that confidence feeling back because I'm a confidence player. When I'm confident, I'm very difficult, very difficult to beat. If I'm not confident, like anyone, I'm susceptible. The best sports people are the confident ones. Yeah, totally. They do their best um, in, a, in a confident state. Um, so I needed my confidence. So, yeah, you're right. I needed it. Do you do it I on your own or your family? I mean, what happens? Like wife, kids, you married kids? Yeah, yeah so- we've got two kids. Yeah, so where – when you're on this prep journey, <laughs> what goes on there? Like, oh, my wife just, uh, she just, she's very, very um, patient. And she just goes, oh, this is just the way he is. Yeah. This is he, and just do it. My wife had no doubt at any stage ever that I would do anything but come home um, completing that course to the nth degree. She knew it. It was her, understanding of me is amazing. She just said, I knew there was never a doubt in my mind that you wouldn't complete that. Um, And she saw the preparation. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That I was prepared to go to and, and the sacrifices, the personal sacrifices that I was prepared to make. I'm intrigued. Give me an example. Well, they try to break your mind when they're broken your body. Yep. So they, they wear you down through, you know, making you tired, making you cold, make you hungry. You know, you've lost an enormous amount of weight and you just want everything to stop. On the course, I lost, I went in around about 84 kilos and I reckon I came back about 77, which is the lightest I've been since I was a teenager. I was dilapidated. We all lost probably equal weight. 
Um, you burn it by that stage after two weeks on that course. You're not burning fat. There is no fat. It's not, you're burning muscle, mm. and everything starts to change. You, you, your metabolism changes. Your um, physical and a chemical composition has shifted. You're using hormones that you wouldn't normally use. Your adrenaline gland is like just pumping uh, endorphins. Everything's going. Um, you know your uh, cortisol levels through the roof. Um, so you've yeah you've got to be prepared for that discomfort. So in preparation, I, one of the things I did, and this, I've told people this before and they just go, you are not right in the head um, because I did it voluntarily. I looked at what would be the worst thing and the thing that would hurt or, or worry me the most, my greatest fear. My greatest fear is not jumping out of a helicopter. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. That's the sort of thing I would do. Um, and anybody who knows me goes, yeah, that's not going to be a problem. But the kookiest thing that I did, I woke up at about uh, 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock at night or something like that. In the middle of the night, I got up and uh, left my wife in bed and uh, the kids were obviously asleep. And I, in my underpants, I went into a storage cupboard in our home uh, that was freezing cold. It was really cold, had a, a concrete floor, and I had tracked down um, a soundtrack that I knew that they used for interrogation, the exact soundtrack that they used for Is interrogation. Music, like it? Yeah, it's, it's a f- really horrific soundscape. I, I just, it's so discombobulating. It's, it's designed to really upset you, you know, neurally. It just, it's an overload. Um, and that's what they do. When they interrogate you, that, that was the thing I was most worried about was the interrogation. If I got to the end of the course, the interrogations where they snap people. And I was like, well, I've got to prepare for that. So I went into the storage cupboard uh, in my underpants in the middle of winter. I put on a, um, a, an altitude mask to restrict my breathing so I'd have to have controlled breath. I, um, it was pitch black and I put on um, noise-canceling headphones with this horrific soundtrack, like you know, babies crying, dogs barking, chainsaws, people screaming, really <laughs> awful. And I put that – I created a loop of it and then I went into the, uh, into the storage cupboard and um, I put myself in stress positions. So, so every 30 minutes I would rotate or 45 minutes I put myself into a stress position. So I'd be hands against the wall or knees wrapped under on the, on a, on the cold floor um, and basically just put myself through agonizing pain and then mental um, uh, discombobulation to see how it would affect me. And so anyway, I did this for, oh, I don't know, two or three hours or something. And my wife woke up and she had, she woke up and went, where's Mez? So she's gone looking for me around the house and she can't find me. She's gone, where is he? So she goes to the garage to see whether or not my training pack, which I, like a a weighted carry pack was there. She saw that it was there and she goes, well, he's not out on a run. He's not training at night, which I would sometimes do. She goes, where is he? She became quite worried. She couldn't, she couldn't figure out where I was. And eventually, for whatever reason, she came over. And she opened up the door at about like one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning, something like that. Open up the door, and she sees her husband on his knees with his hands <laughs> against the wall, with a, a like you know a mask over his face, like a some sort of cretinous, you know, cretinous heathen. It was really weird. And then uh, these headphones on, and she said, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Go away, I'm training." And she just went, "All right," and just shut the door and went back to bed. To hear my full chat with Merrick Watts, make sure you subscribe to Straight Talk wherever 
you're listening to this podcast right now. I've chatted to heaps of other interesting people, including the Roosters coach, Trent Robinson, Hugh Van Collenberg, who you know is the host of the Imperfects podcast, comedian lady Julia Morris, who is a bloody hilarious guest. And there's plenty more of these. And please let me know what you think of Straight Talk by leaving an Apple podcast review. I'd also love to know who you'd like me to chat to next year for 2022. And drop me a line on my Instagram at Mark underscore Boris. All right, check us later. <laughs>